Judge Me Podcast. Here today with Sir Nigel, House of Waves from the Dark Gray Triad. Always looking left because I ain't right. For you guys who know, I'm mixed. So, you know, just want to remind you guys, once you go black, never go back. But once you go white, it's dynamite. Here my man. <laughs> Here goes. <laughs> I'm not mixed. And I'm dynamite nonetheless. Because I am J. Del Negro, and you are listening to episode 50-5-0 of the Don't Judge Me podcast, and we appreciate you all taking out the time to join us in judgment. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, SoundCloud, and myriad of the myriad of other podcatchers out there. While you're out there, do us a favor, write us five stars, five stars only, leave a comment, say something to us, because without you, we can't do this. Nope. Reach out and touch somebody. Touch me. Especially if it's Don O'Mike. <clears throat> and if you'd like to reach out to us, I'll give you two options. Email, voicemail. You can leave an email at don'tjudgepod at gmail.com or voicemail at 410-834-1562. And we will incorporate any and everything you said into an upcoming episode of the Don't Judge Me podcast. Now that I've gotten that out the way, I like to get the show started by shooting a little bail. Bye. I shoot bail because I want to start the show on a positive note. Let's uplift. Let's encourage. Let's reinforce positivity. Because right after I get through these things, we're just going to go downhill. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's the makeup of the show, people. So let's start with this. I'm going to start with Andrew Gillum. He oh. was a former Florida gubernatorial candidate. Mm. And with his wife by his side, he came out as a bisexual man. And I've got to say it's weird that this even matters enough that we're talking about it. But Andrew Gillum had some other issues a few months back where he was caught uh, in a hotel room with an unconscious butt naked white dude and another dude unconscious and butt naked and drugs. And it was just some stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And he went and Andrew Gillum went to counseling for alcohol abuse. But there were drugs there and gay men. OK. Yeah. So. So. Now you're bisexual. Now he's coming out as bisexual, mm-hmm. and um, his wife didn't say much other than she supported him. Oh yeah, you can't say nothing else but that. She was right there with his. I think I think it was uh, Tamron Hall. It might have been on her show where he came out with this, and um, good for him for living his truth. Bad for him for dragging his wife through this mess. And I will not be surprised if there's a feature in the future where she smacked him upside his head with a skillet. Oh, of course. Uh, but, you know, power to her because she's a strong, supportive wife. She doesn't need to be a strong, supportive wife. Supportive wife, but the whole strong black woman. They've well, had enough. Know, yeah, I didn't they've know had race. I just, had I just do it out there. Uh, also, like the shoots and bail for the Animaniacs. I'm actually happy to read this. Yakko, Wacko, and Dot are coming back to TV. They're going to have a Hulu exclusive television show premiering November 20th. Same voice cast, same Ooh, animation you mean style. Like new, yeah, new. Not, not old episodes. A new series of episodes. Oh my goodness! Including Pinky and the Brain as well, and it's the same voice cast, um, same look of the characters. They they weren't like oh, that's tight. You know, it, tuned no, up or tuned down or whatever. It's the same look. Go Titans remix. Right, right. It's no, it's no Go Titans. It's the Animaniacs that we grew up. I am looking forward to that. 
So November 20th on Hulu. It's like right before Thanksgiving too. Plenty of time off. And finally, I like to shoot bail for everyone's favorite person, Mm -hmm. Samuel Jackson. Mm -hmm. Samuel Jackson is uh, trying to register people to vote Mm -hmm. and also teaching people to curse. Because he's the man. If you're one of the 2,500 people that he's trying to get to register to vote on his headcount.org website, Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson Mm -hmm. will in turn teach you to swear in 15 different languages. That's impressive. I don't know if it's just you sign up and then you're given a video of Sam Jackson. Here's how you curse in Portuguese. Or if he's actually going to have a lesson with a Zoom meeting or something. I don't know how the teaching is going to actually occur. But I still think it's a cool idea. Register the vote if you haven't already. Oh, yeah. And learn to curse if you haven't already. I haven't, if I hadn't registered vote, I would register just for this. I think you can still sign up, even though oh. you're registered, to well, get the lessons. That's even better. So, again, that website is headcount.org. And I think it's different, notable people offering different things through registering the vote. That's cool. So, I'm done shooting bail. All the good is out of me. Now let's move on with a little gentle judgment. All right, let's bring it to the my bad. Um, let's go for gentle judgment where you don't get the full wrath, but just a little bit, un poquito, of our judgment. I'm gonna start off with I was speaking to a colleague earlier today, and was asked, you know, where where should I get some you know workout outfits? You know, with the weather changing, it's mm-hmm. colder now. Mm-hmm. She was she said uh, you should go to the Nike store. Nike. I was like, Nike? N-I, Nike? Yeah. And I was like, you mean Nike? She was like, is that how it's pronounced? She's 20-something. And I was like, excuse me. But then it reminds me of back in the day when I was working at Circuit City. Throwback. And somebody was like, yeah, I want this Nike. Not, uh, it was not, uh, Nike? Nike headphones. And I was like, I don't know what a Nike headphone is. I was like, could you spell it? And it was like, N-I-K-E. I was like, that's Nike. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, mm. <laughs> you're absolutely wrong. That's Nike. Yeah, it is German. It was Nike, Nike, and now, well, of course, Nike. But yeah, my gentle judgment was, I, I pretty much was like, you, your friends ain't shit because I know you said this multiple times throughout your life, and no one's corrected you. Purchased Nike before, so it's all new to her. This, yeah. this is this is an introduction to her. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> then I'll go. Uh, so I know you've judged me in the past about having a Pinterest board, which is fine. I recently was on there to try to look for some home improvements. My basement flooded y'all. And uh, trying to think of different things I want to do with my house. Then I came across candy corn glazed chicken wings. For people who don't like nice. Because let's, let's think about this. Chicken wings are great. Yes. Candy corn isn't. No. Why would you ruin a great thing by introducing something like candy corn? So, of course, I read the recipe because mm. I needed to know. Mm-hmm. The first step, purchase buffalo chicken wings from any store. Any buffalo chicken That wings. is preferred pre-made buffalo chicken wings. And I was like, first off, yuck. Because <laughs> if, if you're a chicken connoisseur, you know, different brands have different tastes. Oh, there's products, right? Mm-hmm. So you might have a Tyson bar- buffalo chicken wing. 
not spicy, might be red, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's not going to taste it. You got some where it's like, ooh, I need blue cheese or some sort of, you know what I'm saying, calming agent, right? It just said, buy anyone. Don't matter. Don't matter. Don't matter. You can go to Safeway Bargain Bin, get uh, get your jumps, right? Then it said, but you need to get the candy. It, it, it was like, you need to get name brand candy corn. Good candy corn. Yep. Don't care about the chicken. Don't care about the chicken. Boil it down and just pour it over top of it. And just drizzle it over top of the chicken. Yeah. It was trifling. I can show you a picture. It, I don't need pictures. Oh, okay. That's the that's the neek of chicken wings. Stop. <laughs> that is the neek Get of you your candy wings. corn glazed chicken wings and a glass of juice on. Juice on <laughs> you Good classy. Go. You Good classy. Go. Joe, not even Netflix and chill. There's YouTube and watch. See. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who drinks juice on and eats candy corn glazed chicken wings is probably the type of person I have a little gentle judgment for. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. And that's the person who listens to self-proclaimed dating gurus online. Oh, okay. I'll give the example like Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson sits in his car and he gives advice about women. Big muscular black guy. Women. Don't deal with no man who does. I've seen him. ABC once yeah, three. I didn't know his name. Okay. So the reason, and he spells Jackson, J-A-X-N. Jackson. So right then and there, that's why you don't listen. But the reason I say like people who listen to online dating gurus, I have a little gentle judgment for is because like whatever they're talking about has nothing to do with you or your situation. No. So whatever frame of reference they're giving you doesn't involve you. So how is it benefiting you? No. In fact, what it's doing is planting the seed one way or another that if you see signs that Someone like Derek Jackson is saying is a sign of an incompetent or inc- incompatible partner. You're going to latch on to that to say yep. just outright, no, you ain't the one. Just imagine yourself saying, you ain't the one because some nigga sitting in his truck on the internet told me so. Who don't know none of us. Don't know nothing about don't what you got going state. on. Don't even live in the same don't, state. Has no personal investment in what you have going on. Like, don't get me wrong. There are stereotypes or there are... Yeah, gen- generalities that exist in the world yeah but you can't make serious decisions around that no because like, someone saying something generally can't impact you at all no at all so i have just a little gentle judgment for those of you who still listen to online dating gurus you know it's even funny because uh, that kind of reminds me of this uh, one video clip where this uh this this couple who had been broken up you know of course they interviewed them like you know why you guys break up and she was like well you cheated on me he's like i never cheated on you and she was like, yeah, my girl, Susan, said you had sex with her. And so essentially they, he was like, well, call her. I didn't do it. He calls her and then the girl's like, yeah, I just did that because you don't deserve a good man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you could do better. So even your friends don't, like, so, <laughs> like, your friends ain't shit. This random person ain't shit. You should just mind your business and talk to your significant other. There you go. Open communication. There you go. But, um... Well, we're talking about couples. Did you know vaginas turn purple, son? And blue? Well, during pregnancy? At what point? Of- so they said uh, vaginas, the libya, and the cervix can turn blue during pregnancy because of increased blood flow. And I saw this because I saw a snippet and it was like, is your vagina green or blue? I was like, you had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> so then I started doing research and yes, this is a thing, apparently. Not necessarily in every woman, mm-hmm. but... A woman could have a blue vagina. The blue waffle is real. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I learned something new, and I hope you did as well. 
that if your girl's pregnant or your baby mama or hopefully your wife, whoever the case may be. Side piece. Side piece. Stripper. <laughs> yes. One nice time. You don't even know a middle name. Nope. Or, I mean, well, I was about to make a reference to Andrew earlier, um, but those guys, <laughs> they don't have vaginas. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> you can have a blue vagina during pregnancy because of increased blood flow. And I thought that was the wildest thing because I never had a girl pregnant. But if I went down and I saw some blue shit, I'd be like, um, no. <laughs> it broke. Yep. Yeah, no. It needs some milk. No, something. Because, yeah, you like vitamin C. You ain't getting this D. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Love uh, Urban Dictionary. And I'm going to show you the one I found recently. And as most of Urban Dictionary is finding me, I don't go to the website. These find me. It's called the Rodeo Mechanical Bull. Okay. Get your girl in the, uh, the doggy style position. You insert yourself. You lean over. You grab a titty. And you whisper another girl's ear, a name in her ear. And you hold on tight. Supposed to be there for eight minutes. <laughs> that's, that's the goal? That's the goal. Apparently. That's the goal. Which you can't I, throw you off? Yo. First off, no. <laughs> that's borderline rape at that point. But that's dangerous. That is an unnecessary argument at that point. Very unnecessary. Have you ever been in a position where you've called girl you were seeing significant other someone else? Oh, yeah. Not during sex. No, but just... But in life. And it was funny because I was trying to show off that I like was hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. And I called a name out. I didn't even know the person. I didn't even know a person. Like so, I was hanging out with a Juanita, and I was like, I was talking to my boy. I was like, Yeah, I'm kicking. You know, me and Kiana about to hang out. And she was like, Who the fuck is Kiana? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I did not know a Kiana. I had literally in my life at that point had never met a Kiana. And I apparently Juanita and Kiana was apparently too similar for my brain to process. And I yelled out Kiana. And she was like, Who's that? And I was just like, I gotta go, dog. <laughs> like. Glicks in the matrix. <laughs> Yo, abort mission. I was trying to show off and now I'm in trouble. I'm, I'm in I'm in problematic, so yeah, I've definitely done that. Interesting factoid about J. Down Negro. Everyone I've been in a, a committed relationship with or exclusive relationship with, their names have e- either started with a K or a T. Well, that's no exceptions. Okay. So as I'm thinking of the person's name over, you know, X amount of years, I'm running through sometimes I'm running through everybody's name. Because if it's the T girl, I'm thinking of all the T names. If it's the K girl, I'm thinking of all the K names. And I have to slow down sometimes before I, girl, instead of saying their name. I can see that. Girl, I, I was going to get that myself. Hey, where's that thing? Like, you know, it's like I'm just, I'm trying not to say the wrong name. You know what? Actually, I got to at one point during college and I stopped doing this just because I realized the error in my ways. I used to call everybody uh, Ninja. Not Ninja, but the other word, right? Mm-hmm. And to this day, some of the old friends be like, you know, I'm your Ninja. And I'm like, yeah, you are. But it's just because I didn't want to have that. You know, like when a guy talks to a girl, mm-hmm. they'll change. No, so I'd be like, what's up, Ninja? <laughs> and so you wouldn't know who I was you talking to. You wouldn't know who you talking to. Right, right, right. So I, in, my, in my college years, I thought that was the move. So every girl I talked to, I'd be like, what's up, Ninja? And like they'd be like, yo, I'm not. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to work this until you agree to it. <laughs> and like some, most of them did agree to it. And it was crazy. But I, that's how I got away with it. Because I'd be like, yo, come on, Nick. <laughs> Everybody's slim. Yo, yo, everybody's slim, and it's not. I'm not trying anything, but it's just like I'm gonna do it this way because it's easy. Yeah, what up, slim? Everybody's slim. Yep. No, because it's honestly like one of those things. Like it's sometimes it's messed up. Because I mean, you even think about parents. Sometimes parents call the kid the wrong name. Like so, it's not like I'm being malicious. Sometimes it's just like 
<laughs> yeah, you. Boy, you know what I'm talking to. You. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, Take care um, even maybe even like a flashback, like where it's like, that motherfucker pissed me off. Kevin. It's like, <laughs> oh, wait, who, 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 who's that? So, um, yeah. <laughs> so I got one for you. Okay. Got a little gentle judgment for uh, Black Jesus himself, Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Didn't say that coming. Michael Jordan is certifiable. And let me tell you why. Okay. This man said the biggest benefit of playing on the 92 Olympic team, that's the dream team. Yeah. The one that beat Angola like 116 to 40 or something, um, was that he learned more about his teammates' weaknesses. So, you know, the dream team was full of the NBA stars. So So while playing with these stars, he learned what they couldn't do. Later, he went on to defeat Charles Barkley, Karl Malone, and John Stockton for NBA titles. That's an interesting perspective. Michael Jordan is certifiably psychotic. Yeah. He is the most competitive man that's ever lived for no reason other than being Michael. Like, he compete, he competed for everything. He would bet people things like ridiculous. I bet if he would bet people shit like, I bet you BJ Armstrong gonna come to that door next. He's a thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. And he's betting the fucking security guard at the arena. Mm. Like Michael Jordan is nuts. Yeah, no, that, he is nuts. That is nuts. I, I'd be very scared of a Michael Jordan as like, you know, I bet you, I bet you this. Mm, 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 mm. Nope, you got too much money, man. I mess with that, and you—that's too—that's too reckless. That's how he is, though, man. That's how he is. But yeah, um, oh well, I guess non-reckless. We're talking about money, but saving money, saving money. I was at thrift store in Clinton, and I don't like. That store. Why? Because the largest size in that drink was like an XL. They don't like big people in Clinton, apparently. Okay. okay. You need to work out. That's all they had was like workout equipment. And there was no like shoes in my size. So there's small, skinny people in Clinton. No fat people. Because they had no clothes that would fit me even at all. And like even the women's sizes, because I was with my mom. Like it stopped at like 14. Not saying my mom's a 14, but it stopped at 14. Mm -hmm. It was like, no. Ain't no big people allowed at this store, right? So I was like, all right, this was up away. So I'm going to go to the book section. Went to the book section where I came across How to Raise a Baby for Dummies. And I was like, why is, what? <laughs> and so then they had How to Raise a Kid for Dummies. And I'm like, okay, I feel like you should probably keep these books. Maybe, I don't know, maybe references, maybe pass them along to friends. Maybe. I don't I'm, know. I'm sure they got those as like uh, baby I'll shower be, gifts. Maybe. And never read them. Hope so. There's only one rule to parenting. If you don't have kids, uh, if you do have kids, you'll agree with me. Mm-hmm. The only rule to parenting is alternate between ibuprofen and acetaminophen every four hours. Okay. Everything else, you'll figure out. That, okay. Well, that's the only universal rule. If they have a fever, you just alternate the medicines every four hours and that's it. See, I learned something now. Everything else, you ain't going to break the kid unless you're trying to break the kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll figure it out. Oh, I learned something new because, like I said, I saw all these like parenting books, and I was just like, "That's an interesting place to be donating them." But then I came across this: two wine corks in the book section. I was like, "Somebody made a good choice." They did. They picked up the book and left the wine corks. Left the wine corks. So I was like, "You wanted to educate yourself, hopefully." Mm-hmm. But it's also in the baby section, so I don't really know. Gotta make more babies. Crying for our baby and young child. Oh, caring for our baby and young child. Birth to age five. And there's two wine quarks. But yeah, Clinton, uh, Clinton's up. The Salvation Army. Get some bigger clothes, man. 
I was trying to I was trying to look fly uh, for next to nothing or fifty first <laughs> episode. I don't know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but then um, I came across this article, and it said inspiring local Uber driver makes a hundred thousand dollars driving eighty four hours a week. Where's the inspirational? He's grinding. Grinding isn't inspiring. You could make $100,000 driving Uber. 84 hours a week? 12 hours a day. How much? He's making like $6,000 a day. Then how much does he have to put into his car to keep it on the road? They said maintenance and gas allegedly is only like $600. Now given, we've seen this before where McDonald's said, oh yeah, you can live on 500 bucks." No, no I can't. So, you know... I'm assuming he drives like a gangster solar powered car. I have no idea. But essentially, it was like the track he's moving, he should make $100,000 this year. And you guys can do it too. And I was just like, mm, this article seems very false. <laughs> <laughs> and I was still, to your point, 12 hours, because apparently that's the max you can work, it's 12 hours a day. Okay. And so he apparently did an Uber challenge where it's earn as much money as you can. So then he did it and it was like, I'm on pace. Mm-hmm. And then he kept it going. But I'm like, I, I couldn't drive 12 hours a day, every day, no break. I mean, and just the wear and tear on your car at that point. Wear and tear on yourself. I was an Uber driver for a bit. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near 12 hours a day. Even when I was unemployed, I wasn't doing 12 hours a day. No. It is so different to allow strangers in your personal space. Yeah, your bubble. Like, it's just oftentimes, and I've said this before, People would get in the backseat, and I would mm-hmm. never see their face. I would take them to where they needed to go, and they were out. Because you just didn't care. All I did was drive and went yeah. about my business. Didn't have a conversation. And then, like, that felt threatening to me, and it just felt like it was a liability. One one drunk white girl too many, and I was just like, I don't need anybody else in this space. Did I ever tell you the story? I was, uh, because at one point I was driving, I was riding Uber, I should say, because uh, I didn't have a license. And um, I my go-to was like, how long you been doing this? If I had to have a conversation. How long you been doing this? What's the craziest story? So one lady was like, yeah, one guy was, I was riding, you know, and he was pretty much like, is this good enough for you? And she was like, I don't, know, I don't understand what you're talking about, sir. So she kept driving. He's like, is this good enough for you? And so she's like, what? Looks back, his dick is out. And she's like, <laughs> he's just like, could you work with this? And he just, she's just like, uh, get out. Like, I was like, <laughs> What do you even do with that? Like, like if a girl would titty, I was like, "Is this good enough for you?" I'd be like, "I mm, get out." Like, I I'm not. I don't feel safe. Like, where's the cameras? Is mine a you know taxi cab dirty? Taxi cab confessions. So like, I'm I'm in the wrong place, and it's my car. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I know I've taken people to do illegal activities. I'm not talking like buy weed. Yeah, I'm talking like (laughs) this wasn't. I could eventually be looked at as a as a accessory <laughs> accessory to something. Yeah. Because I know I just dropped this dude off to do something that is sketchy as all hell. sketchy as all get out. And I'm just like, nah, man. Nah. I, I don't find that inspirational at all. I also don't find it inspirational how on social media, you know, everything that you see on social media for the most part is the highlight reel, right? Right? It's it's oh, yeah. it's it's the clips that people have selected to say this is what I want you to know about me. Yeah. So I don't find it inspirational when people post things on social media that say, if your circle isn't about 
doing this elevation real estate talking about money not talking about tv not talking about music not if if they aren't about um advancement and achievement then you need to change your circle i'm saying to myself does it even matter because what you and your people do is fine that works for you yeah but why are you downplaying what other people do that works for them you might want something bigger and better for your people just generally you might want that but that message isn't it no because you have no direct involvement with what these other people who got got going on if these people want to talk about cardi being offset and they're happy doing that let them live because sometimes you need that advice you need whatever it is to get it to get you through it period and i, I just i'm I, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth when i see these like social media clicks of of people doing like clickish things like we're we're all like business owners whatever whatever great granted i get it you've all done it but i also know you all won't just let anybody in this circle so what you're talking about for like advancement and in, in opportunity and growth or what have you you ain't let nobody in to, to sharing that with you no it's just these are your friends and this is what you and your friends do somebody might have been brought in new because they had some association with somebody directly in the clip but these people who are watching your stories and looking at your social media posts, like they can't get in your clip. No, nope. and even they then, can't. That click is probably hostile. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it's frenemies in the click, of course. Yeah, yeah no, somebody's scheming on somebody else because they want to come up, come up. You know what I'm saying? So that you don't need that. You don't need that energy. You posted something the other day. It might have been yesterday, and it was something about like the only people talking bad about what you're doing is somebody who's got less than you have or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Mm-hmm. And that was like that's the true statement. He, that I've ever read. Like, no one else cares. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, no one cares about no what you cares. got going on. And and to 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 push out like this is what matters. This mm-hmm. other stuff doesn't. Like, I just, I don't agree with that. Because yeah. it, it all matters to the people who are involved in these yeah. like conversations, these discussions. Like, it matters to them that the Martin episode when his mama bird died was like funny. That matters to these people that are talking about this. Like. They might not want something else, and that's fine. Yeah, but I, like, I, I don't like the the clicks in the circles of successful people swearing up and down like this is the only way to do it. That's the way you did it. Yeah, and honestly, and like you think about like the facade of online, right? Like who's to know that they're even truly happy, Eva? So it's like you know you're putting up this front. And there's no guarantee. Like you- I saw, I saw a couple young lady. It's a young lady I follow. She's attractive. She's mm. got a boyfriend, and her and her boyfriend are starting a YouTube channel. And I'm looking at it just waiting for them to crash and burn because that's your boyfriend. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know how long they've been dating or what their story is behind that. Maybe they'll disclose that, but that's your boyfriend. It's going to crash and burn because you're going to have your ups and downs. Yeah. And you decided to showcase what's happening with you. Once you make your real life consumable entertainment, yeah. Like, you always have to put on a show to keep up with. It's content. Like, your life becomes content. And that shit's weird. Because yeah. whatever's really going on isn't the content you're necessarily showcasing. And it's not that you should, but you're you're putting on a show. Again, you're putting out your highlight reel. Yeah, yeah. And that shit's weird, you know? Yeah. Those, these, these people smiling everything, everything isn't worth a smile. No. But everything you see is a smile and it's supposed to uplift. That's not real. And I'm not saying they should be showcasing anything any differently. But like, to have your highlight reel be one thing and then belittle others and that same highlight reel is just wrong to me. Yeah. It's just wrong. 
No, I definitely agree with you. And even like to your like even another angle on that perspective is you like when people date at work, right? It's like if there's an argument at home. You gotta put that fakeness up, and it's like it, it's draining because it's like. Mm-hmm. I just want to be mad, like, or I just want to act like it didn't happen, and I'll see you later. Baby. I just want to talk to my work wife and my work husband. Yo, <laughs> but if you there, but we like, all work. My work husband is my husband. Oh, that's whack, I, that's <laughs> whack. But um, I guess uh, switching from no, no, maybe whack. Polly Shore, remember him? Not <laughs> yeah, <again>. man. <laughs> yeah. Totally did. Yeah, Polly Shore. So he has a new movie coming out called Guest House. Okay. Where he's essentially a stoner who's living in a guest house that's bought up by this couple or whatever, mm-hmm. and he does antics the whole movie. So it's fifty-year-old Polly Shore doing twenty-year-old Polly Shore stuff. So then, in an interview based on the show, they were like, "What would you like to reboot?" He was like, "In the Army Now." I like to redo that, and I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> I don't remember that one. It was uh, with uh, uh, David Alligurier, um, okay. the girl from Tank Girl. Okay, um, him. And apparently they're, like, join the army, they're misfits, they're, like, whack, and then apparently they wind up being, like, the heroes that save the day. And I remember it very vaguely, because honestly, I thought it was the Damon Wayne movie, but it wasn't. No, 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 that's uh, yeah. Major Pain. Yeah. So, I initially, I was like, nah, but then I looked it up, I was like, oh, I remember this movie, but I didn't remember it until I Googled it, right? So, mm-hmm. it was, like, one of those, like, that's how good the movie was. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing air quotes. Good the movie was, because I really was like, oh, that did exist. And I remember it being horrible because yeah. it was, again, a Pauly Shore movie. Like, you didn't expect much. Like, just like Biodome and uh, Encino Man. Encino like, Man, right, right. You just kind of like, I'm just kind of maybe see some laughs, but, you know, it's just... Or even, what is it, Son-in-Law? Where he was the farmer's... Uh, whatever. You know too much about Pauly Shore. Yeah, because honestly... <laughs> yeah, I do. But it was just like... Too, like, that's he just had the same gimmick. And mm-hmm. his, best, his best role was... Uh, Goofy son in the Goof Troop movie. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's his greatest role. Like, yeah, the, uh, the dude. Um, the way he cheese whizzes. Yeah, cheese whizzes. Yep. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I look forward to seeing that. But then that made me think of a movie idea. As okay. you guys know, well, apparently you know, Fast and the Furious Nine. I think is supposed to be in space. It's from what I hear, they are going into space. You listen, Vin, and I appreciate you because Fast Ten, your seatbelts. Remember that. So, the worst man, right? Okay. The whole movie is about the worst man trying to sabotage his boy's wedding. I like it. Just antics. Who's who's the worst man? Who's playing the worst man? I don't know. Uh, I would say it's my grimy flavor flavor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Terrence Howard. <laughs> I say they bring back the entire cast from uh, Superbad. And okay. then they put them as the groomsmen, and one of them could be the one that's trying to ruin things. McLovin. And, and add Seth Rogen as like a, a groomsman as well, because he'll bring some gravitas yeah. to the hijinks. Or, or what and then the best man has to counteract the worst man's antics. Yes. Pretty much just a hater. That's pretty much yes. what it is. It's just a hater not being happy that maybe it's the last boy in the crew that's getting married, and the worst man is literally like his premise is, I'm going to destroy this wedding because I don't want it to happen. This sounds like we can actually introduce the uh, members of The Hangover into this movie as well. Mm-hmm. They're part of oh. the wedding party. And Is they that actors. They catch on to things, and it's just like, it's 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 a big deal to try to ruin this wedding. I think so. Yeah, it's, it's a great film. I could have Cool. Well, uh, my last gentle judgment is for a YouTuber who spent five years to have a hundred babies and Sims 4. I've never played Sims. 
Okay. I, I had a girlfriend that loved it, was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way I guess she could live another life outside of reality. Who knows? But apparently having 100 babies is a big deal. And it's an achievement in the game. It feels like it's an achievement. The five. This is pre-pandemic. Like, yes, that's a lot of time and energy dedicated to having a hundred babies in sentence. He had to simulate nine months all the time. But then also ten months, whatever. Like you have to. Like, I don't. I don't know how long people live in the Sims. But that's a lot of bumping and grinding. Like a hundred. Let's just say it's a. a you got to have a year of pregnancy. That's a hundred years. I don't know if it's the same character. I just don't understand. I'm not going to watch it. But power to you for having that much time. Was he Asian? It was a white glare based on what I I saw in the article. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Judgment on them for doing that weird shit. A little bit. I mean, I understand gaming. I love games. Uh, I haven't gotten back into it. I want to. I'm just worried about going down that rabbit hole. But yeah, five years is a lot of time to dedicate to one game just to have babies. Speaking of going down that rabbit hole, we're going to move into our With All Due Offense segment where we have a listener voicemail. Yay! And I'm playing it right now. What's the length of talk to a girl or date a girl exclusively before you know it's not it's not it? It ain't going to be it? Do you continue to talk to her? Do you continue to waste everybody? What's the deal? So the question is, Sir Nigel or Jay Donegro, we're talking to a girl, and we realize it's not going anywhere. How much time should we let pass before we cut it off? So, Nigel, do you have any answers? I think it depends. Have I smanged it? Have smashed it smashed and banged it? it? And banged it. What if you only smashed it? Hmm. Well, I would like to think I would cut it off before then, but if I did smash it, I'd probably play it like a month cool, find a reason to dump her. Okay. Play it a month after smashing. After smashing. I went out with, you know the girl, mm-hmm. the twin. One twin went to College yep. Park and the other twin. I thought she was the most beautiful girl I could ever find on the internet, right? Yeah. Um, really good looking girl. But I knew, I don't know, three or four weeks into it, I didn't like this girl. Yeah. So I just stopped returning her call. But that's what I said. That's pre smay No, it was oh, post May. Well, you're a victor. <laughs> and, and the smang was under weird conditions where I felt like I was taken advantage of. I, was, I wasn't under the influence or anything, but it was just like, it went from walking up a staircase to immediately going through a pit of fire. Like, it was just one of those, like, oh, shit. Okay. one didn't correlate with the other, mm. but here we are. Um, but I knew, like, three or four weeks into it that I just, no, this, I don't like you. You don't like me. What are, what are we doing here? Um... Honestly, at this day and age, like, you know, you stop returning phone calls. It's happened to me. Stop returning phone calls and text messages. You don't save people's phone number in your contacts list anymore. Like, you ain't got to waste no time. You find out real quick. But you know what's funny, though? Because I guess, like, in, I, and it's been a while since I've dated anybody because grad school and work and stuff like that. So when I was dating people, usually I have, like, a two-week two, two week stint, right? Okay. Where I, we go out. I get to know you. And then I smang at the two, like within that two week time frame. In that two weeks, I can assess whether or not it was going to be worthwhile to waste a year with you <laughs> or six months with you. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I want to be like, it's not going to go, like, I'm not going to marry this girl, mm-hmm. 
but she'll be a good year to stint. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe. Like you're know saying, like it'll be fun. I'll have fun. We could do whatever. You know what I'm saying? We'll have a good time for now. Anyway, so I never really had that problem where it's like I'm good. Like usually in that dating phase, I'll disappear. And okay. at two weeks, okay, like I'll go on the first date with you. And be like mm. <laughs> you might never hear from me again. We'll have a great evening. I'll probably pay for everything because that's how I was raised. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, don't really do Dutch. Pick you up. Maybe even show up with some flowers or some shit. But then at the end of the night, I'm like, I'm never calling this bitch again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to go. And so when I did, well, like, I think I've only done like, maybe like three scenarios where I've smanged and never hit her up. But one of them, like, my boy smanged too that same night. So it was kind of like, whoa, that's all a, right. Like, I'm not. That's I'm, a little messy. I'm not going to. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not gonna call you because, yeah, like you know, I, like we smanged. Like I went to go do something, I came back, and like his penis was in her mouth, and I was just like, okay, well, <laughs> oh, oh, like all right, well, uh, y'all got that. I guess we're done. Because <laughs> don't expect to get that kiss from me because you got my my man's penis in you. Now, mind you, it's like. My man was ain't shit. Good. Okay. He walked in with he's, he's terrible. Walked in with his dude. penis out. Was probably like, is this, is this good enough for you? And she was like, sure. And she went down on him. But it was like, oh well, I guess I'll go watch TV in the other room. I don't know what to do right now because, like, I'm kind of here. But anyway, that was one instance where it was like, that's when I knew, <laughs> like, I'm gonna cut ties with this. Uh, but then like other times where it was like, it just just didn't link up. Like it was just awkward afterwards. And it was just like, all right, well, I'm I'm good. Like I'm I'm done. Yeah, and, and oh, honestly, like it doesn't take long. There's nothing to figure out. Yeah. The the truth is, you know. Yeah. You know. Like you you know if this is worth your time or not. Like if if you are over the age of 34, 35, man or woman, if you're still giving someone a chance because of potential. Yeah, no. You're setting yourself up for failure. Like, yeah, because there ain't that much time left. Like, deal with the person that's in front of you. Make a decision based off of that. If it's not a good time, if there's some questionable orange or red or yellow flags, like, you know, just back away from that. Like, you cool, but. Yo, people put in work when they want to put in work, right? So, like, if you got somebody who's ghosting you, disappearing for a couple of days, not putting in the work, not trying to see you, like, that Bama got another life. <laughs> like you, yeah, you probably yeah. the side jump. Or if you're not the side jump, he just ain't ready for you right now. Or she not ready for you right now. And just got to let it go. So in the end, I've got to say, like, yo, cut your losses early. You don't have to waste no time. No, no you don't have to waste it. And you definitely don't. Because uh, that's money and time. You know what I'm saying? You think about, like, nowadays, too, like, everything costs. You can't start a relationship talking about Netflix and chill. No, you, you got to work your way into that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that means we got to go apple picking. We got to go picnics. We got to go movies. We got to go dinners and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're paying for all that because you're a gentleman. Well, I'm a gentleman. Uh, I was. It's a pandemic. Pandemic. My fuck, man. My finances up. You know what I'm saying? We about to go Dutch, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I will meet you at the parking yo. lot of the Giants. We can Uber Eats for the delivery. You can sit in your car. I can sit in mine. And we can talk. And I got a group on. <laughs> And I got to buy one free, uh, get one free at Ruby Tuesday. Listen, Let's go. Honey on my browser works. It is giving me discounts. Yeah, I'm telling you. Look, look, I'm going to make it happen, Captain, because I ain't doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where it's too expensive to be trying to deal with. I mean, like, especially dating. You know what I'm saying? You got to go Dutch now because this shit is expensive. My boy, back in the day, he would set the standard so low. He'd show up, make her go Dutch, 
do all this stuff. So when it, the one year anniversary showed up and he paid for the movie, she was like, oh my gosh, she bought me movie tickets. I was like, oh, the bar was so low. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That that's why I, that's why I be messing up. I set the bar medium, you like like knee level. He I got to put the ankle level. He picked women that would specifically oh, no. go for that. No, we we actually used to tease him because he was like, man, you got the like low self esteem radar. Like you beep beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch ain't got no self esteem. Come on, girl. <laughs> he was good at picking them. That's what he was good. Yeah, at. No, he was. So caller, voicemailer. Hope that helps. But we got to get on with our show. So. Yeah, so next we're going on to. I don't know who needs to hear this, but yes! Because y'all ain't shit. So, first one I got. You've heard of. Oh my gosh, my mail coming late as hell today. Well, he ain't shit. <laughs> so, we got. Mailman, <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> so, we got mask fishing. You've heard of cat fishing? Yeah, I've heard of it. Mask fishing. Okay. I can look at your eyes. You look beautiful, bitch. Excuse me for cursing so much. Like your uh, construction work. Oh, she was a dime. But who knows what her teeth look like? Because, you know, that just could have been like werewolf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she could have had a, a jacked up mouth. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, I've seen more attractive women with masks on mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. I have without masks. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like, damn, you got some beautiful eyes going mm-hmm. on. But, you know, the thing is, it's crazy. I watched this YouTube video the other day. It was like meal prep, right? And this dude and the eyes, I was like, oh, that look like my boy. He took down his mask. He had like a full beard. I was like, no, he don't look like my boy. Damn. <laughs> like, I was like, it's just crazy how like his, from his nose up, he looked like somebody. But as soon as he took the mask down, I was like, I don't know you. Like, <laughs> but to the same point, women, you know, so you got maybe a jawline that's fucked up. Maybe like a, you know, I'm not saying that it's, it's a bad thing, but like a butt chin. You know, so maybe you got like a strong jaw. Maybe mm-hmm. you got some fat cheeks. Maybe you got skinny cheeks. Maybe you got crackhead face. Who knows what you got? I, I would say like, Going into grocery stores, Target, anywhere, right? Anywhere where there are often a lot of women mm-hmm. with masks on, I find so much more attractive about all these women I see. Because it's just like, I don't know what's really going on over I here. I don't. But this woman still sure looks appealing in her tights. Yep. In her yoga pa- her face could look like the bottom of a, you know, used New Balance or something Ooh, like that. Like, shut up. I don't know. Yeah, but I do find women attractive in under the mask. I got a mask story for you that has nothing to do with attractiveness of women. Let's hear it. Target. Target's my favorite place. Okay. Going Target yesterday, going down the main aisle to head over towards the grocery section or the frozen food section, right? Cool. As I'm going down the aisle, you pass the uh, ladies' materials, the hair yeah, care products, yep. medicine. Toothpaste, then there's the, toothbrushes, the, then there's the uh, Minute Clinic or whatever back there. Yep. At the end of that aisle towards the main uh, thoroughfare in the store, there was a gentleman standing by a cardboard table. He had on scrubs. He wore a mask. And everyone that walked past, he asked them, excuse me, would you like to get a flu shot today? What? Yo. It's a guy in a mask in scrubs, no other identification, asking everybody, do you want to get a flu shot today? Why the fuck would I say yes to you? No. Granted, yeah. we, we all need to wear masks, especially indoors right now. Yeah. But that mask isn't helping his cause. And B, I wouldn't say yes to begin with, but his face is covered. I don't know if I can trust this guy. Nope. He wants to inject me with something for five dollars. You might be mask fishing too. You don't five dollars. His ID, you don't know. I don't know who he is. Yep. What he's about. Nope. He's probably trying to implant his semen into my arm or some crazy I shit. I wouldn't like be that. surprised because we cover stuff like that. So like it's it's some crazy shit out here with masks. Mask fishing is a thing. Yeah, no, yes. real talk. And even with you saying that. 
you know, usually like with those flu shots, they inject you with the flu, right? In yes. order to, it's a version of flu. Yeah. So, like, I guess I have a judgment because I'm like, I'm not going to really, like, I, I understand you want the antibodies and stuff like that, but I usually, like, every time I've gone, I get incredibly sick, right? So, it's like, I don't want that smoke, right? Right. So, the other day, I was talking to some people and they're like, yeah, we got the flu, uh, flu shots and everybody was like, hell yeah. And I was like, is this a thing? Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, who were these people? <laughs> you know who they was. They was your, they my, were your, my daddy, my daddy's cousins, <laughs> your daddy's cousins, <laughs> my daddy's cousins. Of course, of so course. I was like, wait, is this really a thing? Like y'all really, like I was like, oh no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna voluntarily let you stick me with stuff. Like no, nah, I'm good. I have never gotten a flu shot. I got, I got the shots I needed to get to get through school. Yeah, that's it. Yep. I got same. a tetanus shot once, twice. Yeah, my kids are getting the shots I need to get to get through school, but everything else that's like. You know, optional and voluntary. Look, They've gotten flu shots before, but I'm pretty sure their mother and is is kind of on the same page I am. Just like, nah, we we take. And that was before this year. Just like, nah, we'll take the chances with the flu. Yeah, like if we get sick, I'll I'll deal with it at that time. But I'm not gonna let you inject me with it to. Let Last me... couple of seasons, they've oh, this the wrong one we gave y'all. No, mm, this wasn't this wasn't the batch we thought it was. So. Let's do it again. No. Y'all come back and get these flu shots again because the flu's still out there and, and, and we gave y'all the wrong one. Nope. Nada. But then with that being said, you know they're coming up with a face mask recognition based on your cheeks and how it pops out and maybe how your, your mouth sever- is. The surveillance state is real. We're all being watched all the time. Our phones record everything. Whatever, man. Who cares? Yeah. Start sharing it out there. So don't be doing no criminal acts, guys. You don't have a right to privacy anymore. No, you Whatever. Don't. No, you really don't. Whatever. Because even sometimes I post on Instagram, like, uh, your stuff is making fun of stuff. Uh, you sure you want to post it? Uh, yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've had it with more so like COVID and I've had one, like, I wasn't really talking about the elections, but I posted something like, I guess like had election in it or like voting or something. And it was like, are you sure you want to post this content? And I was like, y- yeah, what? Like what? I don't so want- it was, it was. The photograph with words written on yeah. the photograph, like a meme or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah. And then you got questioned by Instagram about Instagram people like, you sure you want to post this? I'm wow. like, what? what? I didn't like, know that. And I was like, what? 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 I was like, I don't want to have to read anything. I was like, oh, okay. And it, But then, to that point, it could have been like, uh, we about to come to your house and rape your booty hole. I've been like, whatever. <laughs> post, man. I need these likes. I need these likes. This is my, my window. It's between my 8 and 9. I got to get, get people coming into work. I got to get these likes. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know what to say, but it pretty much was like, you. Show, I just remember saying, like, you sure you want to post this? And I was like, yeah, what? Like, what is this even about? No, I wouldn't I want to post Yeah, this. I was like, I clearly thought it was funny. But then, I mean, I guess it was like, are you sure you, you know, like, you might be offending people. I'm like, ah, I don't give a shit. Fuck the minutes. Yeah, I'm following me. And it takes two seconds to do that. So, but yeah, um, bam, bump dumb bamos. So, I came across something else that was interesting. Did you know that apparently the new hottest new porn genre is pregnant men giving birth? That's me ignoring you. <laughs> that's, that's, so they have like a stomach. Not and it's like, push. Wah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it reminds me of last week when we talked about the mom making porn. This seems on par with that because who wants to watch that? If I ever met a girl, she's like, I love watching dudes have babies. I'd be like, you is too freaky for me. Come back to my house. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's going to be like, I, I might not like where I'm going with this because I'm going to find something I, I might like. So Yeah, I'm going to ignore that. that. That didn't happen. Okay. okay. Well, you, you can go into something else if you like. It's well, that, that's fine. Okay. That did not happen. Well, then I'm going to go into a lawsuit against a sperm bank for having a sperm donor 
that led to 36 kids. Okay. They were led to believe this person is an Ivy League graduate, mm-hmm. spoke five languages, mm-hmm. really successful in, I think, finance or something. Okay. But then the sperm bank accidentally sent the name of the person out. Oh, okay, okay. So then one of the moms Googled his ass, found him on Facebook. He's apparently a drug dealer. Nice. Dropped out of school. Cool. Never, doesn't even speak regular English, <laughs> let alone five. And uh, I think had a wanted, like he was wanted. Like, oh. So then the, the 36 mothers was like, oh, we got a lawsuit and you about to get hit because you misled us. And then the, the, the clinic was like, oh, we thought that was true. And it was like, and he told us. That's what he told so us. Bro, it was like, what's the vetting process? It was like, we, he write that shit down. <laughs> he write that shit down and so, we leave him. Yo, so like you could literally go in a sperm bank and be like, yeah, I invented space. And you, like, could be, you could be that guy from many episodes again. He was an uh, Air Force pilot. Yes. NASA. The overachiever. Yeah, yeah NASA, the Asian dude. Yeah. Doctor, dentist, lawyer dude. Yes. Like, you could be all that shit. You could be like, yo, I have seven professions. I'm a billionaire. I lend Bezo money. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could literally be like that. Like, I am that ballin'. Donate your semen. Have a couple kids. He's not liable for this because that's not his problem. Mm-hmm. It's the sperm bank that has to now deal with these 36 lawsuits because... They're like, but he signed it with an ink pen, so it must be true. Yo. It but, was black like, ink. But that's concerning in general. Like, I mean, like, you really could go in a sperm bank and be like, yeah, I'm a doctor. Prove it. I have a mask on. <laughs> MD at the end of my name. MD. It turns out he just wrote Maryland in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, but even then, like, I know he didn't show up in a suit. So he probably showed up in, like, khaki shorts. He had on some dickies. Some Uggs. Some, some blue chucks. He had, an, a, a blue, he had a rag in his left pocket. A, a blue rag in his shirt. Left, left pocket, like... <laughs> And just tatted it up. Came in there throwing up crit gang signs yo. and shit. Yeah, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Doing a crit walk and shit. Like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm a doctor. They didn't think it was funny when he wouldn't say anything that started with a B. Yo. They just was just ignoring all of that. So y'all give girth here? Yo. <laughs> but then even then he probably showed up with his own porn too. Like, like, I got my, I got, you know, I don't need y'all. It's like, I got my stuff. It's crazy. Yo, it is mad funny. Speaking of funny. Back in 2019, way back in the good old days, mm-hmm. an Australian man crashed his speeding vehicle into police officers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one was seriously injured. However, the driver couldn't stick around to sort things out because he had places to be, so he left and peeled out. Of course. Eventually, he was caught a short time later. You see, the car he was driving that he crashed into the Popos had $145 million worth of crystal meth in it. Yeah, I would love to. And someone was going to need that. Yeah. The police called this the easiest drug bust. They pretty much a hundred and forty-five million dollars worth of meth. That means the entire continent of Australia was not getting high on meth that week. No, he pretty much instantly GTA five starred his ass and then tried to drive normally. Like, like he's he would probably be better off killing himself because I know mm-hmm. once he went to prison, a hundred and forty-five million lost. Yeah, they no. just gonna off him immediately. Like, yeah, there's, no. there's no way he'd been better doing some and then burying the car, like <laughs> having that <laughs> dropping it off a cliff, like, like yeah, he's better just dropping <laughs> off a cliff, like something like or like he might fly. You know what I'm saying? That's how much meth he had. He puts him in the gas tank, puts him in himself. And he could just fly off into the distance. Because forty five million dollars worth of meth. That sounds like 
the residue from the trash bag that you kept it in is just like blowing around in the car. No, no, that He's point, probably high shit anyway. No, and that's why he yeah, crashed yeah. into the police. I mean, honestly, that much meth, once he hit the car, like it had to get in the air. And, like, it's like, meth it dust. Had to be circling through just the air. Blue dust is floating. Yeah, had to be that. like, yo, I'm <laughs> so screwed. Because <laughs> at that point, you got to just take the L. You're going to be like, look, I'm, I'm dead. Like, whatever. Like, off yourself, yeah. player. Off yourself or whatever. But, um, so Arizona. Okay. Apparently, a man was arrested for vandalism uh, and multiple different counts of other things because he is the penis man. Does he have a like a little theme music? I, I don't know, but it would be awesome. It'd be like no, 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 no. no that's wrong. Anyway, <laughs> apparently, after he got arrested, he says, "There's more of us. We are all penis men. <laughs> I am too a penis man." So apparently Arizona has That a, sounds wild gay. Yeah. I'm a penis gay. <laughs> That's super gay. Sorry. I'm so Arizona, there is a cult maybe or a collection of penis men who graffiti penis man <laughs> on different walls and whatnot. There's a secret society. Yep. And apparently um, it's all, well, he's like, I am a copycatter. There's more of us. There's more of us. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to go to Arizona. But um, then going from there, apparently I'm all, maybe I do need to get a, you know what, holler at me for a date. <laughs> my content is really weird. Uh, so apparently erectile dysfunction, uh, uh, um, erectile dysfunction, dysfunction, thank you, um, company uh, apparently uses Chuck Norris's likeness for their products. And it's like, yo, Chuck Norris uses us. You need to come to our content. And so it's a picture of him and his wife. And Chuck Norris was like, uh, no, the fuck you didn't. <laughs> so now he's suing them. Like, my dick works. Yo, he's like, Yo, I'm Chuck Norris. <laughs> so apparently they had it where it's like, latest news, uh, Duck, Chuck Norris can't kick this problem or something like mm-hmm. that. And so it has an article and you click on the article and it takes you to this drug thing where it's like, yeah, for your erectile dysfunction, buy our product. And it's like a free trial. And he's like, oh, nah. How do you <laughs> use my face like that? Like, nah, um, bro. So, uh, yeah, Chuck Norris is going through a problem. Uh, I guess a libel uh, thing where they're pretty much using his uh, name incorrectly and uh, trying to sell uh, ED pills uh, with his likeness. Do you remember Chuck Norris facts? Yeah, I remember those. Those are hilarious. It was like, Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the earth down. Yeah. I love those because uh, I had a friend that was, like, really strong, right? And so, like, I used to just use those for him pretty much. And I was like, yeah. He went to the Virgin Islands, and now they're non-Virgin <laughs> Islands. And he's like, what? He <laughs> should just make the most just stupid, stupid, stupid things. That's funny. Um, yeah, uh, but then go from there. So this we talk about this all the time. People doing dumb stuff and then posting it online. Yeah. So there's a guy in Indonesia who walks into the forest, kills an endangered horbill, and takes pictures of it. Posts it online. Look at what I did, y'all. Look what I did. So, because it's illegal to kill endangered animals, he's now facing five years. But guess what he did? He took the post down. But, too late. Too late. We saw it. And the thing is, he went in there and was like, I saw it, so I killed it. I didn't know really, really was what it was. First off, sir, you shouldn't be killing stuff if you don't know what it is. It looked at me the wrong way. I, yeah. was, drink- I was drinking Hennessy. It looked at me the wrong way. We had to fight. But even then, like, let's say we did go hunting, right? Like, you saw, like, a bird with, like, pretty feathers and stuff like that. Like, is that the thing you shoot? Like, I feel like... Yes. I feel like I would want, like, a deer or something. Like, glitter. The, the, the bird had glitter on it. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? I was scared to shot it. The end. But I also would look up 
before I posted, like, what is this? We didn't get any reception out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had to go. It was either me or the bird. Yo, look, you had to find one of those dudes that build the huts in the forest and be like, let me get your Wi-Fi because you guys be on it. <laughs> What's your password? I skin people. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but yeah, no, this guy posted it and now he's facing up to five years in jail. Mm. Yeah, Good so. for him. Yeah. I guess he's going to be in lockdown. But YouTuber. Well, so, uh, you know, uh, I guess Nancy Pelosi, somebody shit in front of her house. No, I didn't know that. So, uh, in front of Nancy Pelosi's house, somebody took a shit. And the YouTuber then makes a video explaining why he took a shit in front of her house. So, he told on himself. Yes. But literally, you see him in the video like... (laughs) And so, he has his whole article about, yeah, this is why I did it. Oh, my God. What is wrong with people? I don't know. But it's like, all right, maybe you get some views, but you're going to jail, more than likely. You are absolutely going to jail. So, it's like, what is wrong with you? But... Yeah, um, yeah, that's the that's the shit. I guess niggas is dumb. And speaking of dumb, have you ever heard of the Joe Malone brand? I'm gonna say no. It's a British perfume company. I think it's oh, under the okay. house of Estee Lauder. I could be wrong. Okay, well, sure. Um, but John Boyega, uh, I know that name from the black guy from Star Wars. Oh, that's why I know the name. Okay. Um. He is no longer the brand ambassador for uh, Joe Malone because Joe Malone cut him out of the Chinese version of a commercial that he himself helped create because it was a story that he actually lived. So in the British version of the commercial, it's John Boyega doing the acts throughout the commercial. Yeah. Seeing the town, riding the train, seeing the horse or whatever it is. Yeah. In the Chinese version where they could have used the same commercial, they replaced John Boyega with the Chinese uh, fella. Yeah. Because... China's racist. Case in point, yeah. he and the other non-white cast members from The Force Awaken were removed from the poster when they aired the movie in China. Yeah. So John Boyega told Joe Malone, suck his dick from the back, Yeah. give me my money, and I'm out. And you should. I mean, that's, I mean even though that, like, that's what it is, then you shouldn't advertise there. I mean, if you do, like... Then don't don't leave with me. Money, money. They will yeah, I guess do whatever right. it takes for money. Like yeah, you're right. Capitalism. We're we're not. Morality goes out the window. We got to sell this to make some money. So let's just put a put put a Chinese dude in there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? Except it actually does matter. I wonder like who like it's almost like a, a really bad breakup conversation at that point. It's like yeah, so we want to make some money and you're too black, so we got to cut you from the poster, or they just don't do it. They don't tell them. No, oh, that's why. I, they just Man see the poster and it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not here. I'm not here anymore because we're not going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Karate chop. Mm-hmm. Um, but then speaking of, I guess, brands and fancy stuff, Amazon is okay. launching luxury stores to separate the holy poly, this is exact words, from the contour. Holy poly from the couture. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. So essentially, it's going to allow you to. They have one brand I didn't write it down, but essentially, it's going to allow you to have like the Gucci's or the Sabiatos or the Ferragamos, right? Be able to have a store where you can actually do 360 degree like kind of imaging, right? Like specialty stores within stores in Amazon. So if you're shopping for clothes, you now can go into the Gucci or like not Gucci because Gucci, I guess, is kind of. Kind let's of make it play down. But make, let's just say like, like a Ferragamo or something like something very fancy where it's like a boutique where you maybe get like champagne when you're shopping. You're essentially and now they're making it so that you can actually have this user experience now on Amazon where you might have a uh, you know like a, a custom like one of those uh, assistants for your shopping, like a mm-hmm. shopping assistant. 
you'll have uh, 360 views. You'll be able to like put the image like you know virtually like a uh, AR type of thing. Listen, 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 Amazon. You know, you Jeff Bezos versus man in the world. We get it. Amazon is not the richest company in the world. And if Amazon goes down this road where they're trying to not necessarily introduce couture stores or what have you, but upgrade the online shopping experience, that never works. Like the only thing that works is seeing the product and the product could be on a model. Like it never works. Like it's like, for instance, you and I are not the same size, right? Yeah. We wanted to buy a shirt, whether it was a button up or a t-shirt. Um, and we saw it on a model. We can make a guess if this shirt is something we will want or not. Oh, yeah. I don't need to see it on a model that's my size. And I'm sure you don't need to see it on a model that's your size. No. As long as it's in your size, you'll make the purchase. But the experience of having like 3D virtualization, putting your measurements, that shit's all weird and it doesn't work. It uh, doesn't enhance the shopping experience. All I need to know is I like this shit. These are great photographs of this shit. It's going to look good on me. Yep. Fashion Nova is running strong. You yep. hear me? Yep. Super strong. And what do they do? Take good pictures. Yeah, Get other people to take good pictures for them. That's all like, it is. That, that enhanced shopping experience means nothing to the consumer. Nothing. If if I can buy Gucci from Gucci.com or Ferragamo from Ferragamo.com, what the fuck are they doing that needs to be any different? Because I'm still going to buy the product. What Amazon is trying to do yeah. is a waste of fucking resources yeah, they're trying. and money, it's going to fail. Yeah, they're pretty much trying to pitch it like, well, you guys can use our resources to ship your stuff. Like, you don't have to worry about that element of the shipping. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got it. And I guess being able to give them like a lower price because, you, you know, the kind of shipping is included. But I agree with you mm-hmm. because like, I know even just being a bigger gentleman, like some pants, I sort of like the crotch be at my knees and I'm like, who's, what's up a big dude? Like, <laughs> I can't walk. I can't walk in these because the crotch is at my knee. I can't even lift my knee up because the crotch is dead there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I got to fucking unzip my pants in order to pull my knee up. I can't walk upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the, the pants is messed up. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe because, you know, I'm just big and they just don't know how big dudes are. So, to your point, you go in the store and you're like, that crotch is at my, my shin and shit. Like, I can't walk. I can't walk in that. So, stuff like that, I definitely agree. I don't think it's going to be well. But when I saw it, I was like, mm, who are you pitching to? Because... I guess somebody might be. I had like a 16-year-old cousin that had like $600 slides. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, didn't finish high school. Mm-hmm. Not planning to because it wasn't for him. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> $600 slides. You know, the typical skinny dude showing his drawers, maybe a hole in it, slides, mm-hmm. wears it everywhere. But it's like, you know, it's raining. I don't know why you got these slides on. But it's like, that might be that guy who shops at this boutique because he can then say... I got a thousand dollar draws with a hole in it. I don't know, but I don't agree with you. I agree. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I do agree with you. It's gonna be a waste. They're not gonna do well, and no one's gonna buy it. Couture from Amazon. Yep. Ew, eat a whole burnt. <laughs> but then I'm gonna go into. It's not really like a y'all ain't shit, but I'm just generally concerned for segregation at this point. So, 19 families apparently uh, buy 90 acres of land, and I think it's Atlanta and Georgia. It's in Georgia. Yeah. And my concern, because they're buying this for, like, essentially the equivalent to making, like, a Wakanda at this point. Like not, and, and That's not, what they said. They okay. Said I didn't know that. That's awesome. So, but then it's like, well, the police, you can't make that, like, you can't make sure the fire department, you can't make sure the, the schools hire black people. Like, you can't, you can't monitor that. So, yes, the idea is, I guess, I guess good in a way, but you're still perpetuating segregation and you're isolating yourself. And 
I like the fact that they're trying to create an environment that's safe. But then you really can't do it unless you literally build walls and don't let anybody in. So I thought when they first announced the 90 Acres, uh, a community that's safe for black people, I thought, how do you start a new municipality? Like, (laughs) what channels do you go through to say, this is now a town because it does need to be policed. It does need to have, um, you know, uh, emergency services. It does need to have roadways and more than just houses and dirt roads. It needs to have an infrastructure for the roads and plumbing and this is that. Yeah, like, right. it has to be run some way. And I just thought, like, how do you do this? Yeah. Like, what? We got the land. We could put houses on it. Yeah. But right now, it's under another jurisdiction, right? Yep. The land itself is already under a jurisdiction. Yeah. And they're saying it's not exclusive to just black people living there. But the town has to be safe for black people. Yes. But what's going to happen is kind of like what happened before when we were talking about like business. You got to have people to build like Toll Brothers. Or somebody's got to build houses here. Yeah. Somebody's got to be able to afford these houses here. Yep. And it's not just going to be who the town is safe for. Because when, it, when it's going to come down to it, like we got all this land. We got to pay, pay this property tax. We gotta pay for this. This this land has to so start generating revenue. Dropping, and then and all of a sudden, you're letting anybody in. I mean, well, like maybe not anybody, but like the idea. The, the, but the you idea. can't you can't screw you can't scrutinize but so much because yep. at that point, then you have like civil liberty issues and That's infringing awesome. on people's rights and all exactly. that stuff. So it can't just be for black. In principle, it sounds good, but like the oversight of all of this is going to be extensive. Yeah, and of course, it was started by black black women because black women do everything right. But this is going to be a hard thing to tackle, like to create an a, an entire town that's centralized around like the benefit of any people, not just black people, but just any people. Like, how do you do this? Yeah. Like, what's what do you need to have in place to even get this started? Yeah, because I mean, you're thinking about local businesses. We talk about the service industry, like. There's so many other factors that I worry that they hadn't thought about. And even then, it's still hard to sustain it because you got to want people to bring them in, right? So it's like, for teachers, for instance, you if you're only allow black people to come in and teach, then you got to make sure they're compensated. Like, I mean, I can go another district over and get whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. What they're, what they're saying is a lot. And I, I don't expect it to happen overnight. I just don't even know how you do anything like this. No, not me either. It seems very daunting, actually. But, again, I guess not necessarily y'all ain't shit, but just intrigue. I guess the y'all ain't shit is for me, because I just don't know how it'll go about. But I'm intrigued. I, I look forward to seeing what'll happen in five to ten years. Speaking of ain't shit towns. That? Okay. The city of Louisville, Kentucky. On Tuesday, September the 15th, the city announced a multi-million dollar settlement that ended up being $12 million to the family of Breonna Taylor in a civil, in a lawsuit, according to the Associated Press, this would be the largest sum paid for a police misconduct case. That's well and fine. So Breonna Taylor has gotten covers of magazines. She's gotten, you know, billboards posted everywhere. Mm -hmm. She's gotten, um... You know, per, not promotion, but she's been spoken about and highly regarded across all forms of media. Her family's now being awarded $12 million, uh, which really means that Ben Crump, the lawyer, is being awarded $8 million and the family's yeah, getting yeah. four. Yep. Um, 
But you know what we haven't gotten? Hmm. The cops arrested who killed Breonna Taylor. <laughs> nope. Because, like, let's face it, if the city is admitting to some sort of misconduct, then that means the city knows that something wrong was done. So why haven't Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Congrove been arrested? Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Like, a civil a civil uh, a verdict and an award to a family means something wrong was done. And the city's admitting to this. Yeah. The city employees did something that caused this. Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. I agree. Two of them are still cops. The third one might be a cop somewhere else, but he was he was fired. He was the one that was firing from his car uh, recklessly into the house, even though the other two were firing recklessly into the house as well. But besides the point, this shit means something because the family gets something out of this. But at the same time, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Yep, I totally agree with you. But I guess, speaking of being arrested, mm-hmm. I have a truck driver Okay. who pulls up to a shopping center, or like a, I guess like a food line type of thing. I'm here to pick up the meat. Okay. So they load up the truck. He tells them he's with like some sort of company. He drives off. Turns out that company doesn't exist. Oh. And he essentially left with $45,000 worth of meat. Hey. So then, two days later, he goes to a jacuzzi place, picks up seven shit hot tubs, totaling around $230,000 in merchandise between the tubs and the meat. So this guy was going to different businesses that supply um, product, like warehouse distribution yep. centers. And such as that, I'm here to pick up the orders for this company. Here's the, here's the, here's the manifest yep. that I should have. And they're like, oh, we don't see it, but you got this piece of paper saying it should be here. So and he so. signed it with black ink. So uh, this, this, we should give you what, we, what you asked for. And this is essentially why the essential workers need to be paid more. Because whoever was at that dock was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a uh, here, <laughs> I'll load it up. You want us to load it for you or you got it? Yeah. And uh, so he has now seven hot tubs and $45,000 worth of meat. And he probably had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. He probably did. Probably set that shit up and was getting his mans. Had all the... The, the prostitutes and stuff going on. <laughs> but, um, so then I'm gonna jump. Oh, okay. So, I, like I said, the last couple of weeks I've been bringing up books. And, uh, I, it's, you know, there's like fiction, nonfiction. Yeah. This is called The Audacity. Okay. This is what, this is, <laughs> this is what I'm going with, I guess, because of this point. So, Jennifer uh, Risher, uh, created a book, A Memoir About Wealth. Okay. Okay. That's the name of the book. Uh, but stated, I'm a millionaire, and it's really hard being rich. Oh, and the whole mo- the whole book is about how you know her and her husband were, were with Microsoft. They bought stock. You know, they had like you know millions of dollars. And now she just has too much money, and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a problem. And she wants to convey how being rich isn't all what it's cracked up to be. Okay, okay. And the audacity. Because, yeah, you're going to have problems regardless of you're rich or poor. But being rich makes it easier in some cases. (laughs) You can ignore some of your problems when you're rich. Like, there's different. Like, you know, now it goes from, is the power going to be on next week? To, 
damn, I got to get an oil change in my Ferrari. I don't know. But yeah, it's a little different. A little, a little different. different energy because, I mean, I never seen Bill Gates look like he was worried about his power going out or if I'm going to eat next week. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. is this credit card going to go through? That's the good <laughs> Like uh, two ramen. Let's take one off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I know Bill Gates has never had to worry about his credit card getting declined. So I don't know. But Jennifer Risher, I guess if you are too rich and are sad about it, Read a book. A memoir about wealth. Fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's what I kind of was. I was like, come on now. I'm going to lie. I'm not going to be sad. Tosh Porno said once, I've never seen a sad dude on a uh, jet ski. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I've never seen a sad guy on a jet ski. But you were saying? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, I'll go for my last one. So, we talk about Get Rich Schemes. A uh, memoir about being wealth. Well, Uber driving. Yep, Uber driving, $100,000, uh, 84 hours a week. Damn, damn. So, I bet you Jennifer ain't working 84 hours. Anyway, um, women, oh, well, this this woman and her her, uh, her boyfriend, you know, we trying to get rich. I don't know if we can afford ramen this week. Mm-hmm. So, what they do, they try to take out six policies. Insurance. Bop, 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 bop. They got about a million two, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to cut my hand off. And we're gonna sue the saw company for money, mm. and then we're gonna get these insurance money. Chops her arm off. She commits to it. <laughs> Cuts it off. She got a nub and shit. So the insurance company's looking into it. Well, guess what they did? They researched fake hands and where to purchase them. Mm. So the insurance company's like, Nah, this is insurance for our bruh. because you was looking at fake hands before the incident even happened. So now. They were able to sew it back on. They were. And she's now sentenced to, I think it's two years? She got two. The boyfriend got six. The boyfriend's dad got one year. Oh, I didn't know that. It, it was layered. And this happened in Russia, which is why they were able to do this. Because, you know, Russians are hardcore. Yeah. But, bruh, look. Millions nice. You can't convince me. Handoff for your boyfriend. Yo. Not even your husband. Your boyfriend. So look, we go back to our voicemail. When you need to cut it off, she should have done it before. <laughs> she should have cut the relationship she off. She saw the signs before she saw the song. <laughs> she should have cut the relationship off before she cut her hand off, okay? And they tried to throw away the hand, but the police were like, nope, we found it. And it's Russia, so it's cold. So the hand was able to be recovered and reattached. Of course, right. it doesn't work the same. No, of course not. But still. No one will That's a reminder her. that... She will not be able to give good hand jobs with her. Oh, maybe maybe it shakes like a Parkinson's train or something. But yeah, I like honestly that was dedication on that bitch. To your point, she did it for a boyfriend, which that's a ride or die drink. Like, yeah, I don't even know how you even pitch that. No. Hey, hey, baby, let's get some money. You just need to cut your hand off. Think about how depressing life has to be in Russia where the way to think of making more money is to lose an appendage. So, Jennifer Frischer, a memoir about wealth, I bet you you never thought about cutting your fucking hand off to make a million dollars. I'm sure she didn't. And speaking of money, (laughs) Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva. Oh, that's a nice name. He gets the ain't shit for me because... He is trying to spend other people's money. Okay. I believe it was this week. It may have been late last week. Um, 
A couple of sheriff's officers were shot as they were sitting in their car. Oh. A guy walked up to him, shot them both as they were sitting there, and Damn. ran off. Okay. So, uh, Sheriff Villanueva challenged, air quote, LeBron James to match the reward to help find the gunman who ambushed two deputies. He stated, this challenge is to LeBron James. I want you to match and double that reward because I know you care about law enforcement. You expressed a very, very interesting statement about your perspective on race relations and on officer-involved shootings and the impact it has on the African-American community. And I appreciate that. But likewise, we need to appreciate and respect and appreciate the respect for life goes across professions, across races, creeds. And I like to see LeBron James step up to the plate and double that. LeBron has yet to respond, and I'm pretty sure he went on about his motherfucking business not giving this silly-ass challenge much thought. No, I wouldn't. In my opinion, it's like an attempt to smear and tear at the division that already exists between the community and the police. Because he's damned if he do, and he's super damned if he doesn't. The yep. police are going to vilify LeBron of course. publicly and not necessarily take care of LeBron and his family in the way that they should because he is in Los Angeles. That's where he lives and that's where he works. Um, can't imagine if something goes wrong that the police will rush out to help LeBron James because this sheriff dickhead decided to call LeBron James out to say because LeBron James said black people are looked at as targets. Black people, the lives of black so people are less important. You. The, the lives of black, black people are less important to the cops yeah. than they are of everyone else's. So this this guy decided I'm going to put LeBron James into this. LeBron James has nothing to do with this. No, those cops were shot. Those cops didn't necessarily do anything directly. Unfortunate. It is. Find the bad guy. Why are we creating new bad guys? Yeah. Why are the cops trying to manipulate the, 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 the coverage of this? And why are you involving some one random celebrity, LeBron James? This is L.A. Everybody's famous in L.A. No, and you want to call it LeBron James because he had something to say about what you do? Yep. Again, I say it every... It's like every episode since since uh, George Floyd was killed, I've said, fuck the police. Yeah. I can't help but to continue to, to continue to say it. Fuck the police. Like, this is an asshole-ass response to oh, trying no, to make something out of nothing. Find the fucking bad guy. Do your job. But even the audacity to be like, yeah, I want you to match and then double. And then like, double. What? You gonna spend my money, my money? Like, yeah, like, what the fuck do I have to do with any of this? No, I don't. I don't have anything to do with this. You're just trying to take me for my money. You didn't ask Jason Priestley to donate money. Nope. You know what I'm saying? You could at least attack the NBA maybe as a whole or you something. You didn't ask Billie Eilish or whatever no. or Taylor oh, yeah, Swift yeah. or anybody else. No. You just pick LeBron James because LeBron James had an opinion about the police. And now you're going to try to come. I have an opinion. Fuck the police. Yeah. No, like that, straight up and down. That is and this is the same uh, district that had the sheriffs that were the executioners that were throwing parties for killing people. Remember a couple oh, episodes? Oh, yeah. It's the same jurisdiction. Oh, no. At that point, they just like, watch. I bet you I can make LeBron do any money or something. And they probably just try and go at him. That's fucked fuck up. Them. Yeah, fuck them. That's why. That's real whack. Awesome. Well, is that? That is it for my ain't shit. Awesome. Well, the last segment that we have is uh, for why. Uh, things I just don't really understand. So, apparently, this is a company called Dragonfly. And they're, they're, they're creating the first airplane that allows you to uh, fly in lower orbit. So, okay. Okay. instead of just normal planes, you're now in the lower atmosphere. Got it. I don't know why you'd want to go up there. It looks different. Yeah, but that's also when things happen. <laughs> like, 
crashes and shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, one, it's going to be stupid expensive for no reason. I don't need to be going in space. I'm not an Avenger. Uh, I just, I don't see the point. And I guess it'd be cool, maybe. But it's probably going to be astronomical as far as price. Like, I just don't. Oh, yeah, it's thousands upon thousands. For that I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Apparently, somebody told me, like, you can fly and do something. Like, go into orbit for, like, a couple, like, like $5,000 or something. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, why? Why? Like, I, don't, I mean, I guess it'd be cool to look at the Earth, but I've seen that shit on Google. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to be going up there. Um, then my last uh, 4Y is, uh, <laughs> we've talked about smart grills, smart toilets, smart trash cans. What we got next? Smart gun. So, Is it, isn't a smart gun a responsible gun owner? Hit, yep. But with this, you put it in the, uh, the holster and essentially allows you to Almost four square that shit. So you can take pictures. It logs it logs everything with the app. Uh, it takes tracks of your bullets, where you were, where tracks you, what uh, paths you taken, and what area and like kind of like what your count is. So it essentially is a, a log of your interactions with your gun. So this is gonna snitch to the police, is what it's saying. If you buy, I'm it. sure it's gonna upload to some database. That if you didn't well, because because it's the app too. So yeah, it will. But as if I guess if you buy the attachment. Now, anyway, eventually it probably will be mm-hmm. embedded into it. But yeah, there's a, a smart gun that like pretty much does a Fitbit for your shooting. You've killed 13 gangbangers this week. Your heart rate was. <laughs> I don't know, but you missed your target four times. You need to go to the range. Yep, you need to buy more bullets. Probably even you know like uh, get smart enough for it orders for you, like a, <laughs> you know Tesla driving back, <laughs> driving back to the dealership. Cock your gun sideways to bust a cap on these hoes. Yep. yep. You ain't G enough. You, know, un- you unlocked a new achievement and shot like a black person. I don't know. Like, I mean, who knows how racist this is going to go. But yeah, that's my, that's my only four whys. I just don't understand being in the lower atmosphere and don't understand smart guns. What I don't understand is why we have to end the show. I know why, because we mm-hmm. don't have shit else to talk about. Yep, yep, yep. So, with that, I'm just going to add, we absolutely love it that you've joined us in Judgment this week. And we absolutely look forward to hearing back from you. So, please reach out to us. Email, don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. Voicemail number is 410-834-1562. Every email voicemail is going to come up in the new episode or an upcoming episode of the Don't Judge Me podcast. And you've been listening to episode 50. So I'm just going to say enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life. Just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. And also remind you guys to check out our Instagram page at Don't Judge Pod. Post funny shit on there all the time. You can steal our our pictures, like our stuff, slide our DMs, whatever the case may be. Um, I'll leave you with this. You know, during pandemic, uh, some of us are double clicking on those young little tight bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to warn you guys out there. It's more for the guys. Don't wind up being a splendid daddy. That's just a man who strives to be a sugar daddy because you ain't got it. Yeah. Mm? <laughs>